The fastest goals. The expert opinions. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Kevens, Gordon DL and Alex Ray are in the studio and now they're waiting on you to step up to the plate and have your say. It's 0141-951-1025 on the phones and you can get in touch right now. You'll remember these long Sundays from last season. We're on from before midday until six o'clock. So very often after game one finishes, we open the lines nice and early and invite you to have your say. So Celtic fans, what did you make of the game today? How pleased are you? With the result Was it all about the result? Is that all that matters? What did you make of the performance? And uh, how does this set you up Going into the international break? You've waited a long time for an away win How much of a relief was it to get one? 01419511025 You can give the guys a call right now And let us know what you made of the game And Rangers fans You're up next A massive game at home Against Hibs It should be an absolute cracker And Andrew McLean has the teams yeah, well, I mean, this one was being billed as a top-of-the-table clash during the week, but it's not that anymore. Hearts, with a victory yesterday, that means they are top of the tree, but a win for either of these teams today means they could dislodge the Jambos. Steven Gerrard admitting before this one that the staff are working hard for the team to get their spark back, which really hasn't been there most of the season. Not an overly impressive showing in Prague midweek while they stuttered to three points last weekend away to Dundee. Hibs continuing to make steady improvements under Jack Ross, and they're unbeaten in seven league games this season. Martin Boyle, undoubtedly the star of the show for them as well. He's really found that consistency, hasn't he? 11 goals in his last 14 matches for club and country. As for team news... Stephen Gerrard has made a good few changes for this one. Six in total. The headline, James Tavernier, the captain, dropping out to be replaced by Nathan Patterson. The other players going out, Bassey, Davis, Roof, Sakala and Bakuna. So the players coming in, as I said, Patterson, Goldson, Lundstrom, Hadji, Morelos and Wright. So it'll be Alan McGregor in goal for Rangers today. Nathan Patterson, Connor Goldson, Leon Balogun and Borna Barisic across the back. The midfield three, John Lundstrom, Glenn Kamara and Joe Aribo, Yanis Hadji and Scott Wright. The support act for Alfredo Morelos up front. The substitutes McLaughlin, Tavernier, Bassi, Davis, Bakuna, Ruth and Sakala. Just the one change for Hibs from that 1-0 win against St Johnston last time out. Kyle McGuinness dropping out. In comes Jake Doyle-Hayes. So it's Matt Macy continuing in goal. The back four, Paul McGinn, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon and Josh Doig. It'll be a midfield five. Chris Cadden, Joe Newell, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Scott Allen and Martin Boyle with Kevin Nisbet, the lone striker for them. The substitutes, Dabrowski, Stevenson, McGregor, Murphy, Wright, Gogic and Scott. And the referee at Ibrooks today is Nick Walsh. Very interesting indeed, Rangers fans. You're more than welcome to get in touch before the game as well. We have opened the phone lines early. So Celtic fans, how do you reflect on a victory at Pataudry? And Rangers fans, how do you look forward to a big game at Ibrooks? 0141-951-1025. Give us a call right now. Alex Ray, your reaction to that Rangers team? Yeah, a few changes, Gordon. Uh, it's probably uh, it's good to see Golson back, you know, a model of consistency. I think Stephen Gerrard will be happy to see him back as well. He's gone with McGregor in goals. Barisic's familiar. Young Patterson gets a run out today, uh, which is good because he needs game time as well. The one that interests me is Stephen Davis Obviously we mentioned a few weeks ago About playing lots of games Lundstrom has been one of the better midfielders In recent weeks So he goes in there as the anchor They'll have Kamara and Aribo either side It's good to see young Hadji back in It's been a stop start season for him It's an opportunity for Scott Wright And I, I, I called it yesterday I expected Morelos to come back into the mix I just love the fact that him and Portis Have a mm. real good old ding dong Yeah there were some People would have predicted that Gordon I'm not sure too many would have predicted For a game of this size That, that the captain doesn't play And Nathan Patterson does Or that Stephen Davis Steps out again Albeit John Lundstrom enjoyed some good games Before being left out during the week 
Um, so interesting team it's selection. A, yeah, that's a big call. Uh, that's what the manager gets paid for, Gordon. I'm sure that the Rangers fans, there's a, a large percentage of Rangers fans will probably be delighted with Patterson coming in at right back. Um, he's certainly going to be the future. Um, take nothing away from Tavernier as a captain, he's been terrific. And Davis in the middle of the park, maybe it's just the amount of games, as Alec quite rightly says, because if you're at Ibrox and you look at that Hibs team, it's set up probably to hit on the counter-attack. Davis is probably the guy you want on the ball to dictate the pace of the ball. He's a terrific passer. He's got, he's got great vision. And uh, he's decided to go with Lundstrom in there for a bit of energy. Kamara and Aribo. It's still what you'd look at a Rangers side strong. and think. Very strong, yeah. I think it's a big day for Stephen Gerrard And I'll explain my reasoning um, Rangers up until now uh, I think have had a fairly mediocre League campaign But the fallback position for the Rangers fans On this programme uh, And indeed for Stephen Gerrard Has always been Yeah but we're top of the league But yesterday They fell off the top of the league Because of Hart's result I think the performances in Europe Have been truly mediocre this season and I thought it was very interesting when Stephen Gerrard put that down to no money being made available to him in the transfer window. And he, feeling that, he needed to add quality to his squad. It's a big day for Rangers. Of course, a big day for Jack Ross and Hibbs as well. But I just think that Stephen Gerrard at the moment gives me the impression of being a man who's irked by some of what's going on around about him. And uh, Rangers need result. And performance today. Such a fascinating game Alex Absolutely. Because a win for Rangers Would see Lots of Rangers fans Phone us at full time And say See It's fine That's a tough op- opponent We've won the game That's what champions do That's what champions have been doing We're top of the table again Don't win the game today And All the fears All the criticism All of a sudden Becomes justified Doesn't See I I told you we weren't Quite firing this season And all hinges On 90 minutes Yeah absolutely And I think We we, we touched on At the top of the show The importance of these Two games now We often say that Celtic have applied that Three points They put their pressure Back on And uh, it's up to Rangers To to, to respond Gordon Now I've just looked at The the Hibs team While you were chatting To the guys there It's a really offensive uh, Team as well When you look at The personnel Mm. that they bring they are undefeated as well So I don't think this is going to be An easy day today no. for Rangers However Because of their home record I expect them to go and get the result They're looking for It's the weight of history You know 12 games mm. Over the last three and a half years 12 games between Rangers and Hibs Hibs against Rangers Not a win mm. for Hibs But This season They have looked a good side And in Martin Boyle uh, They have someone uh, Who is capable of causing Rangers problems can they find it within themselves to come to Glasgow and get three points? I was actually, sorry, Gordon. I was actually at the game last year uh, when Hibs came to Ibrox and it was a very, mm-hmm. very open game. I think they were open a couple of minutes. Hibs had a couple of opportunities and then obviously Rangers worked away in and got the result required. So they have players that can hurt this backline. They have to be on their guard, Rangers. Yeah, I think that's something Jack Ross was speaking about during the week, Gordon. He felt that whilst the Performances against uh, the results, sorry, against Rangers last season didn't show. It felt elements of the performances were okay, were good, and they'll be they'll be feeling confident. Yeah, because they've got good players. I think the boys are right. They've not lost a game this season. 
Um, but they've got to If they've got to be serious Of what they're doing this year Is They've got to go to places like Ibrox And stand up and be counted I think it'll be very difficult for them I know the Rangers manager's made a lot of changes there I think that's still a very positive And strong Rangers outfit um, But If you're Jack Ross and Hibbs You're looking at Rangers just now And you highlighted about their performances this season They can still go back to top of the league tonight um, It's probably the best Bet you've got going to Ibrooks Gorn. They played on Thursday night. You know, some Rangers fans aren't happy with some of the players in the forum and and um Alec was saying there about Golson coming back in. We've had phone calls in here about Golson's performances as well. I'm a massive fan of Golson, I like him. But he's back in there to try and strengthen that uh, defence up. A defence that for me just now, compared to last year, can give you chances. So if if they're not at the top of their game, certainly Hibs can punish them. But I just think that Rangers will have a reaction today. I think Stephen Gerrard will be asking for a big performance. I mean, Andrew McLean, it's been an interesting week. You obviously are out and about. You're over in Prague. You cover the games. You cover the press conferences. I think it was it was midweek, maybe Wednesday. Stephen Gerrard wasn't wasn't happy with you. He gave you a gave you a bit of a a slap down for suggesting that Rangers were lacking a spark this season or. or uh, were lacking being sparked into life And then all of a sudden yesterday Stephen Gerrard said they were waiting to be sparked into life So um, will, will you be chasing him for an apology Or will you, will you just le- let that one lie? I'll just let that one lie Look, It's, <laughs> it's one of these things A lot can, a lot can change in, in football And, and Stephen Gerrard uh, Clearly after the game it, well, after the game on Thursday, it, it had a bit to think about um, what was happening, and it, it maybe looked at the reaction to to that and felt that you know what, maybe maybe the side aren't aren't in full flow. Maybe there is more to come from his side. And he, he said on Friday morning in his, his press conference that they're just lacking that spark. And I think that has been obvious this season. He said he didn't want to compare the Rangers side this season to compare the the Rangers side of last season, but. The, the squad is largely the same. A lot of the, the starting 11s that you see out there are the same, but they're not quite hitting the same heights. But as you guys are talking about, it is a huge game today. If Rangers can go out and, and get that performance and the result as well, then you'll be hitting back at, at critics. But if they can't get that performance and that result today, then more questions will have to be asked. And part of this is understandable, Andrew. We live in strange times. It's not immediately clear um, or confirmed exactly why Connor Goldson missed the game the other night, and therefore it's not immediately clear exactly you know how or why he comes back into the team today. Because we know there's a lot of strange things go on with you know if you've have co- if you've had COVID previously and you're looking to travel, if you've been a close contact, if you've been vaccinated, for instance, which would be another one. I think what we can just about say we 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 didn't think he was injured. He trained on the morning. Um, of the game didn't feature the other night and he's back in today yeah it's an interesting one it was certainly one that we thought it may be one of the if you, if you remember Stephen O'Donnell couldn't travel over when Rangers uh, sorry when uh, Scotland played against Denmark because he'd previously had Covid and the rules that uh, for getting into the country mean that if you've had it in the, the previous certain amount of days means you can't travel into that country because there had been pictures of Conor Goldson training we thought that may be the case with him trying to get into the Czech Republic but Stephen Gerrard did actually confirm before the game against Prague that it was a knock for Conor Goldson so that's why he came back into training yesterday Stephen Gerrard said they would Assess him, and he must be uh, he must be fully fit, or certainly close to there to be in the starting lineup. Okay, we're looking forward to that one. We'll continue the build up. We've got lots of time to do it, but we've had one big game already at Pitodri, and we did say we would open the lines early. So let's speak to Paul, 
Who's a Celtic fan And find out what he made of it this afternoon Hi Paul Hi Gordon Hello. Hi Gordon Alex here uh, Three things dropped me Today was the day that Starfelt and Carter Vickers Came of age uh, So I would like uh, I'd like to see them get the Permanent deal done for Carter Vickers in January uh, and also to get Jota signed up and uh, just uh, thankfully uh, it's up in Aberdeen the beginning of October and uh, and it wasn't chucking it down from the heavens and everything else like that so it's been not a bad day yeah not, not a bad day at all um, let's start at the back actually Hugh Paul felt that was what did he say the, the kind of coming of age if you like words yeah. to that effect of Starfield and Carter Vickers would you agree or disagree um, I thought today And I said it to Gordon and Alex uh, In the last uh, commercial break there That that was as as well As I have seen them play together uh, Since they were paired At Celtic Park uh, I thought they, they, they handled everything Impeccably uh, The Aberdeen goal is a bit of a strange one um, But Overall I thought Carter Vickers And Starfelt Were impressive I'm reluctant to say that they have now come of age because there will be other tests. They ha- you, you have to sit more than one test, um, and Pataudry doesn't mean that they've got uh, a free pass. But taking today's game in isolation, they were very good. Yeah, I mean there was obviously a, you're never going to get every moment perfect. Gordon Ramirez had a couple of tussles with Starfield. They get penalised for fouls. Uh, but by and large Were you impressed With Celtic's defensive pairing? Uh, yeah I thought they probably Had their best game um, You know They looked uh, comfortable Because Ramirez Is a handful As Alec quite rightly says You're looking at guys here That may just take time To settle in You're looking at A Celtic team That's probably got Eight guys That have just started Playing together This season Gordon In the starting lineup. Um So it does take time To form those partnerships I'm with you I'm not going to jump out and say, oh, this is the making of a, a dream team. Fair enough it's, then, was it, was it the best they've played together yes, then? Yes, yes. Is that yes. a different I, I thought I thought individually as well. I thought Starfield, I think he, he won his battles. He fought uh, Ramirez. I thought his position was good. And Carter Vickers, um, one of the, 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 the sort of a headers he had, when Ramirez looked, mm-hmm. his, his eyes lit up to think this is a goal. Uh, terrific defending So they can be very proud of their performances And then there was one where Again Samuels was, was trying to put on a press And, and kind of squeeze Celtic Skip past them And Starfield skipped past them It's not something we've seen a great deal of And lots of people understandably have been saying This Ange ball you know, Is he comfortable enough on the ball? Are the defenders comfortable enough on the ball? I'm not saying that one example proves that he is But it was just interesting to see that side Yeah he's come under the spotlight um, Of that there's no doubt But they brought him, brought him in for big money They've got to keep playing him Gordon And uh, he needs that partnership for me He really needs that partnership He's taking a bit of time to settle in The jury's still out on him But today there were signs there That there's certainly a player there to be worked with well, The one thing you can say about Starfield uh, Occasionally he looks a bag of nerves uh, and he's been guilty of some very eccentric defending Again, the p- peculiar goal against AZ Altmar that, that, that he scored But today he looked composed He never looked at any stage of the match to be flustered uh, And as I say, I, I'm reluctant to say Right, that's it, everything's fine But 
That was a comforting mm. performance For Paul on the line And for all the Celtic supporters And for Ange Postacoglu Paul also wants to explore The idea that Jota's deal Turns into a permanent one I mean yeah. he mentioned the same for Carter Vickers He was the match winner today He's clearly been impressive since he came Is it a little bit early to, to dive in on that Given that it's early October? Listen, the way the boy's playing You know, he's he's been one of the bright sparks For Celtic going forward He has... He's got a trick He comes into the Celtic model In terms of what the Celtic fans want to see He can go inside He can go outside He's hit the post I saw the woodwork several times as well So I think he'll wind up With a very good goal tally He's come up with a really big big goal today I don't think Celtic will be in any rush at all To do it, get it done in January Gordon Because they'll already have an agreement In principle with uh, his parent club uh, But if he continues to perform like that I think they'll be looking for Around about 5 or 6 million That's very much within Celtic's uh, bracket to, to, to go and spend And he's... The type of player that Celtic fans will want to see Yeah I was impressed with him um, I said earlier when I watched him in, in Europe Gordon, I can't remember the game I was away from home And he played off the right And I was very impressed with him off the right Is it no real bets? Was it? Yes And I, I thought I thought he played very well And he was creative and positive And obviously with a bad of being in the side He gets shifted over to the left hand side But today On the right hand side Takes a gamble Hits the woodwork from the left hand side, takes a gamble today, and he gets a match winner. Mm. Confidence. You've seen him at the end of the game there. He's just into the club. He gets a winner. Agree with Alec. I think he's got goals on him. He gives Celtic a great option there with the width. But it'll be interesting who will play in that berth when James Forrest Absolutely. comes back from injury. Uh, Paul, how important was it to get that away win? It's been a long old time, so it wasn't all Ange Postacoglu's fault, but Celtic were crying out for an away win last season. And again this season, how important was that today? They have been crying out, but I'd like to make one small point between sure. this season and last season. This time last season, we were out, uh, we were at the League Cup by Ross County. Uh, we lost at home to St Mirren. We've, uh, we've beat both, both of them without conceding a goal, and we've got to Hamden for a semi-final. So I think we're a bit better than we were this time last year. Very possibly, and that, under that measurement, anyway, Hugh. Well, the, for me, I mean, the league start was obviously difficult on the points yeah, total yeah. basis. Um, for me, Celtic should be beating St Mirren and Ross County. Uh, it shouldn't be a matter of see, we beat St Mirren and Ross County. Well, to I, be if your question is, are we in a better place than last season? It's it's relevant though. I I, I go back to the, the importance of today and that result. Had it gone the other way and at one one, we weren't sure. If Aberdeen win. Celtic going to the bottom six You can imagine how that plays With this, uh, the Celtic supporters And it's the fourth away defeat In a row So I'm only Focusing on The importance of the three points today It was crucial And Celtic did it Gordon you're talking about better Than we were last year On the road If you just want to take that away from mm-hmm. uh, I think Celtic had ten points Out of their opening four games mm-hmm. So Yeah we did I said, I said that in the, the league tally Yeah Um yeah, but no one really knows what this leads to, Gordon. But yeah, you're gonna have to, you can only start somewhere. Winning away game, maybe sometimes even doing it in that fashion. You know, you win a home game like that, people question the performance a little bit more. But sometimes you grind out a an away win. It, it feels great. Everybody's passionate about it all, and you just never know. But it's it's clearly. A results-driven business First and foremost They got the win Well we all know that Pataudry No matter what Aberdeen team's playing Is a very difficult place to go And get a result um, 
they had to show a bit of character because Aberdeen got back into the game and we were looking at it thinking it could be one of those days that Aberdeen just go and nick this winner and Hugh rightly says Celtic drop into that bottom six which would have been a disaster for the fans um, but they showed good courage they, I thought the substitutions were very good by the manager and I think he's got to take credit for that and they get the winner and I did say they deserve it and you're right Gordon I've got to start I think there'll be ups and downs with Celtic this season I think it's a case of you know bedding in the new manager bedding in new players giving them some transferred um, windows and then judging what you can do from there uh, Thank you Paul Remember the lines are open Nice and early for you today 01419511025 So whether you want to tell us all about Your reaction to the Celtic Aberdeen Match up at Pataudry Or you want to look forward to Hibs Visit to Ibrooks. Pick up that phone right now 01419511025 Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Gordon DL, Alex Ray are in the studio We've got Andrew McLean looking after Rangers Hibs Alison Conroy will be down speaking to Stephen Glass and Ange Postacoglu So we'll give you their thoughts very soon indeed And we've opened the phone lines early for you So step up and let us know either what you made of the game at Pataudry Or what you're expecting at Ibrox 01419511025 uh, give us a call right now And we will spread some calls Throughout the afternoon um, Away from today's football Actually Hugh um, A statement published this afternoon From Ross County Now you may Have Become aware of this story it, the, the details were a bit thin On the ground yesterday So we managed to Touch on it Before we went off air um, And now Ross County Have issued a statement today Saying Following the opening goal at Tannadice, Ross County Club officials were alerted to a complaint made by Jando Fuchs of Dundee United in relation to alleged racist language. Um, now, you may have seen the pictures, quite dramatic pictures actually, from after the game where Tam Courts goes up and holds up a show racism, the red card t-shirt to the Ross County fans. He's kind of pointing at it, he's not happy. Um, widely praised for that gesture, it should be said. However, Ross County have come back again today, issuing this statement, um... And saying that during the end of the first half And for the vast majority of the second Their safety officer was engaging with Dundee United The stewards as well Ross County supporters Representatives of both clubs And they say it was made clear from all parties That no racist language had been used uh, Dundee United's own stewards Who were extremely close to the area Have also confirmed No racist language had been used According to Ross County's statement However they say swearing foul language um, They've then gone on to hit out at the the gesture uh, From Thomas Court So it strikes me as being Very very delicate indeed Because yeah. we've been down this road before And, and Glenn Kamara's been high profile and so on Automatically Doubting someone Who complains Or makes a, an allegation of Of racism That's a very dangerous road to go down yeah. If your automatic assumption is Go on then Prove it Nah I don't think so You can't go down that road However at, at the same time You would always encourage A, a proper investigation And maybe what we need now is, a, is just a bit more clarity It would be nice if Dundee United Would then say Yeah do you know what We actually do agree with that We we have conducted an investigation We don't believe That there was anything said um, very, very delicate Because again it, It's just not healthy to to doubt the victim Or the, the perceived victim In these instances This is an absolute minefield And I'd be very interested In Dundee United's response As a club 
Because in Ross County's statement They say that Dundee United stewards Have confirmed that no racist language was used Now, ordinarily you might say Case closed Next case please However, Dundee United may dispute That Dundee United stewards Said there was no racist language used So Their own manager Thomas Courts Has been directly criticised Within that statement For his response Which uh, Ross County feel was inappropriate So I think it's now Essential That Dundee United as a club Come out and uh, Carry out their own internal investigation And let's get to the bottom of this I, I do understand that the Ross County manager Malky Mackay Wondered where the show racism The red card t-shirt had come from Since uh, you know they, they weren't worn that day By both clubs um, So as I say This is a minefield Dundee United must now Investigate because Their own manager Has been criticised for the gesture Of coming onto the park Pointing mm. to the words show racism the red card And pointing to the, Dun- the, the Ross County away support in a way that suggests this is for you. This message is for you. So Dundee United as a club must come out and reply because I know Roy McGregor, the, the, the owner of Ross County, and this is the most decent of men. And that statement could not have been released without his approval. That is not to say... Every word of that statement is 100% accurate I don't know, I wasn't there I didn't hear what was said But Dundee United must now respond Because their manager is front and centre mm. here I mean Alex, there's another The final paragraph says that they would like to thank uh, thank The match officials, the match delegate Dundee United safety team, stewards and so on um, Who assisted the process We'll continue to support and cooperate With Dundee United's ongoing investigation We would encourage the involvement of Police Scotland and the compliance officer As a full and thorough investigation Needs to be conducted Yeah Could they Ross County Could they Should they have Then waited Until That investigation yeah. Is carried out Or it, it looks to me as if People are very reactive On the back of this Gordon You're absolutely right I think Hughes Hit the nail on the head I think we would be uh, Remiss of both clubs Not to do an investigation Come together And try and come to A u- united uh, rather than a tit for tat Because I don't think it does anyone uh, any mm. favours And uh, as, as Hugh says It's very tricky uh, And we're seeing quite a lot of this You know, we've seen it in the lower levels as well Where there's been investigations It seems to be creeping in It's something we can totally do without Okay, let's turn our attentions back to the game at Ibrox Don't forget, I know it's, we're out of habit here But we have opened the lines early So Celtic fans or Aberdeen fans If you want to tell us all about your thoughts On today's game at Pataudry Now is a great time to call 0141-951-1025 you can of course tweet us as well at Clyde SSB And Rangers fans, you never know You might be settling down If you're at home, you're not going to the game You can preview events at Ibrooks with us So pick up that phone and let us know Here's what Stephen Gerrard had to say pre-match We as a staff and me as a manager Are trying to find the perfect uh, solution We're trying to find this settled team That will um, play with this spark And this little bit of life that we have been missing If you like um, but what I would say is we're not concerned or worried here. We, we know where we are. This spark and this little bit of life that you guys are talking in the last two press conferences, it'll come. It'll come, trust me, because we've got really good players here. 
and we'll keep improving and we'll keep working hard and that spark will come but it'll certainly come quicker if we can find this settled team and if we can keep our main players fit and available and if players that are fit and available get themselves in better form uh, look, we are a fickle bunch, Alex. I think yes. that that needs to be acknowledged. I, I get where Stephen Gerrard's coming from. At the same time, as a football club, a manager, players, no matter who you are, you have the ability to dictate the narrative. You can complain about the narrative. You can dictate it. See if Rangers go on and win three 0 today and yeah. don't give Hibs a sniff. I bet you any money, no one is questioning whether they've got a lack of spark tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, it's, a, it's in their hands. We, we spoke about this yesterday in terms of getting results. That's what, that's what keeps everybody happy going Performances you can argue to you're blue in the face Is about getting results Keeping the pressure on And then trying to get back to the top of the table Because tomorrow That, that won't be the, the issue If they get the result they're looking for today Yeah I think it's the level they played it last season Gordon Everybody just expects it to roll on Football doesn't work that way Circumstances change and all yeah. that Didn't they with the personnel yeah, things um, You know I, I hear him talking about The fact that he's getting a settled side Of course that helps But he wanted a he wanted a squad there that he could rotate. He's certainly got that because he's made, what, six changes today? Five or six today, Five or yeah. six changes today, and it's still a very strong-looking side. They're in a good... As much as you want to be perfect here, they're in a good position because they're in a semi-final of the cup, and if they win today, they go top of the league. So I think he's right. I think the spark does come, but sometimes it mm. just takes time. Difficult, Alex, this... Talk about you know continuity, consistency. It's a difficult balance because sometimes, of course, that's out your hand. They can't play Connor Goldson the other night. There, there have been umpteen examples. Uh, the, suspensions, the, the suspensions, the COVID. The COVID so, so there have been, and you just wonder how difficult that is for a manager because today he didn't he didn't have to bring John Lundstrom back, and he didn't have to bring Yanis Hadji back, and he didn't have to sure. bring Morelos back. So well, sometimes you're forced. He he then naturally is, is wanting to make changes on sure. top of that And what it does is it it leads to inconsistent team selection But then yeah. I don't know what the answer is Because yeah. do, you just, do you just pick guys because they played last week You know, sure. How do you find that? Gordon, the, 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 the two situations, there's two situations to your question there You're talking about guys who you can't uh, call upon And then you're talking about guys who you can Now even if we go back to last year This was a common thread with Rangers Particularly coming back for Europe They were making four and five changes They've done the same today and I think they have a really strong, healthy squad at the moment, Rangers. As we look at this, the players who are coming in, Goldston, that doesn't weaken the team. Patterson, people have been clamouring for that. Lundstrom's been playing some really good football of late. And then you've Hadji, who is a stop-start. He would come into that bracket where he was saying, we've not had him at periods because of one situation or another. Morelos comes back into the, the match today. For me, you spoke about playing your best players. Mm -hmm. We were talking about Joe Lewis. I look at Morelos, and when he's at it, He's the number one striker at, at Rangers I, to I totally agree I, I, I would play Morelos all day long I don't think Sakala is at the, the heights just now Now I can understand Fans will be listening to this show Saying well he's not been playing particularly well But he's your, he's your player He's your best centre forward that you've got He's your goal scorer I think you've got to just Ride the waves with him And the fact that okay he'll butt him down But Where is he in comparison to his peak at the moment? Oh, he's, he's, he's off it a little bit Gordon Um of that um, I, I don't think there's any arguments But the one thing He's got it in his locker He has got it in his locker So I think as a manager I, I get back to this thing About Stephen Gerrard Talking about You know His settled side And everything Alec makes a great point there We, st we stood in his In this studio Last year When he was playing The Thursday night and the Sunday He'd be making Four, five, six changes 
Nobody blinked an eye because they were winning games. Yeah. And, and and they were playing very well. They weren't conceding goals. You, you had to work really hard against a Rangers outfit to score. It's a bit different, but I could keep going back to it. It's like other teams have injuries. It's it's early for Rangers. It's early for Celtic. It's early for, you know, Hearts have got off to a great start. We'll see what Hibs can do today. If they're going to be considered a, a real top team, you've got to go to Ibrox and perform today. It'll be interesting to see how they do. I think... I think it's time for Morelos to open the locker We know it's in the locker But it's been under lock and key But you go through to Hugh, as a footballer now I will tell you You go through periods where Your form dips And 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 okay He was left out on Thursday night He may come on today and he may get that goal How many times has he scored that important goal? How many times He's a guy that he sets everything because he's a back-to-goal player that will go and fight his corner. He works hard. I, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves for his work. The some, side yeah, the, the, the hard side of it, the, the battle arts. against the centre-halves. So I don't think he gets a lot of credit for that. But he's not going to be his peak week in, week out. It doesn't happen. Can, you can ask for it to happen, though, Hugh. You can want it yeah. to happen. Gordon's providing a dose of realism. But I'm sure Stephen Gerrard expects more from Alfredo Morelos this season. I think so Rangers have held on to Morelos for too long. People used to talk about 25 million, 30 million. I don't think you get anywhere near that for him now. I think they've held on to him for too long. And I, I fully understand that he's top goal scorer in Europe. I was surprised when he didn't play uh, in Prague midweek. But in terms of his general transfer value, uh, I think he's depreciating. May well be right. I suppose that's more of a long term thing, Alex. That's, sure. you know. Transfer window Come around eventually Will Rangers start I, I to trade the, players I, Sorry I think at the tail end of last year You'd have looked at him And thought mm. his general all round Game's better He's scoring goals And I thought he was in a decent place Clearly at the start of the season He's not at that particular level But form can change very quickly But who is, is Alec? Who is it Rangers? Who, who would you look mm. at Rangers just now And think He's carried on that level of performances I don't think there's I don't think there's too many So we're highlighting Morelos But when you say exactly What do you mean? What, what does that prove? Well you look at You look at for instance um, Everybody's saying Well he's not at the level he was last uh-huh. last year I agree with that Because his form's dipped a little bit But you look Rangers at for, in general have dipped uh, So it's a collective thing just now for Rangers And that's why Andrew was quite right to ask the manager about the spark He's now talking about the spark Yeah but that's what I mean But but individuals individuals can raise the collective If if Morelos Morelos sparks into life Mm -hmm. and scores a hat-trick All of a sudden you will start believing that Rangers as a collective have upped it So you know players have to And and I'm not making this all about him but, But anyone it's just because everybody's perceived to dip, that doesn't mean you just say shrug your shoulders. You're still looking for your main match winners key, to do something. Men, yeah. yeah, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying that he's he's struggling to get to that level just now. But I think obviously with his ability, he can get there. My favourite player last year, Connor Golson. We're getting phone calls about him not being at his best as well. Yes, of course you've got to do it as an individual. Then it carries on to the team. You're right. He could go and score that three today, and all of a sudden. People will be talking about how great Rangers were. But I just don't think it's a case of thinking that he's going to perform at that level every single week. It's Brendan Rodgers against Odson Edward today in the English Premier League. And it's the manager who's started the brighter Leicester 2 up at Palace. Jamie Vardy has added a second and he actually got the first. The boy Um, Vardy scores for fun on a regular basis. But I think he's not bad. I think Patrick Vieira will take Crystal Palace down. Oh, thought they played played really well, beating Spurs, didn't they? They went very early there, Hugh. Well, Spurs are running out. 
um, and uh, Nuno Espirito Santo is under pressure as well but I, I just think that Vieira as a coach hasn't done it uh, Right remember you can get your calls in the phone lines are open 01419511025 and I'll tell you what forget Petaudry forget Ibrox the big result of the day is in Oh come on Producer Callum Come on London go on. Marathon But what you what we need to know First of all Time Did wise. they finish it Yeah of course it The did. answer is yes Four hours and no. Three minutes No no chance I'll tell you I'm going to go Three hours and 44 minutes In the middle 3.51 I'm closer I'm He's okay. got over the line Well done to him Producer Callum A great ah, well cause done. He's not with us today <sighs> There are I mean the, the, the videos that are getting sent to me He's lying on the ground He's got the tin foil blanket <sighs> over him his, uh, his, his Cassie, Cassie's, Cassie's there given Well no it's a bit oh, of a, yeah. a leg rub At the moment We'll leave <laughs> that there it's a, it's a def, I don't want you two picking up on, on that Did discussion you uh, Particularly you Gordon DL um, So well done Well done producer Callum We're all very proud of you Something a lot of people will never ever get round to doing And couldn't even if they wanted to So a great shift We'll get back to the football And hopefully you will join us on the phones next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Gordon Diel and Alex Ray are in the building We're building up to kick off between Rangers and Hibs Should be an absolute cracker If you want to get in touch before the game Rangers fans You can do that as well Celtic fans you can look back on events at Pataudry right now By picking up the phone The phone lines are open early 01419511025 Do you want to start hearing from the managers from Pataudry? Yep. See what they had to say Shall we go for... Um, Ange Postacoglu Let's hear what he had to say After that win at Pataudry Yeah it was it was pleasing As you said uh, you know, Everyone's well aware of our You know struggles away from home um, Which go you know, into last year And uh, I think um, you know, Even the manner in which we did it today you know, we Showed tremendous character To to get ourselves back in front After they equalised They threw everything at us uh, To get the equaliser But yeah, I think the players, you know, they, they were searching for the winner. They weren't going to settle for a point. And, um, yeah, super pleased for the players that uh, that they uh, got the rewards. You know, fans, I think, have been patient with us uh, so far. They can see what we're trying to do. But, you know, we haven't really uh, rewarded them, you know, particularly away from home. So, um, yeah, pleased for our fans that, uh, you know, they enjoyed the trip up here and, and will enjoy the trip home. And, as I said, hopefully they should search today not just you know, we can play good football but there is character in this team to, to get results when we need them Hugh Keevans what do you make of his reaction you used the word character twice I think he was entitled to that one because I repeat on the back of a 4 nothing hiding from Bayer Leverkusen uh, with the 40 hours of negative publicity that followed that uh, he had to get the result today he could not Begin to even think about Aberdeen winning And sending Celtic into the bottom six The players came through for him As he had asked them to do They took responsibility Carter Vickers and Starfelt Had their best match as a pairing Since joining Celtic Yota Got over the fact that he hit the bar yet again And scored the winning goal Montgomery Held his nerve all day long And provided the assist for the winning goal. He can be proud of himself. Kyogo showed tremendous imagination to score with his chest in the way that he did. So all in all, it was as good as it gets for Celtic. It's one game and the rest of October 
contained some pretty tasty fixtures for them. But defeat today was unthinkable and they avoided the unthinkable. Yeah, absolutely, Gordon. Uh, I think it was pretty fair in his assessment. They were very much aware of their away form. Uh, the players did show character. They showed a couple of really big moments. Uh, and I think the introduction, you know, you have to give him credit as well for his substitution because I thought Tom Rogic coming into that little pocket resulted in the in the winning goal. And the two centre-halves stood up today. You know, there have been question marks, particularly against Starfelt over recent weeks. Uh, and they were very resolute. So, you know, it's a big three points on the road. Going into the international break, he'll be delighted with that. Yeah, I think the only downside, and you'll look at it tomorrow probably, um, is losing a goal from a set player. Like, I thought Celtic started a game very well. I thought he got his team right. Um, we did highlight the fact that he's now got players that can come on and change a game. And that was that showed today. Um, he made the substitutions, tweaked his um, players from Jota going from left to right and gets the reward, Tom Rogic. Great ball through to Montgomery, ball across, and he gets a win and he gets a reward. It's, it's a big three points for him, and I'm sure the Celtic fans will be a lot happier tonight. The timing of it all, Hugh, it's the international break now, so he's got a bit of time to take stock, maybe look at, at what he's learned, maybe get some other players closer to fitness, cross his fingers, of course, that everyone else returns. He's got some interesting thoughts on that, which we'll hear a bit later on. Um, but you, you, you do want to get into it. Well, you can see it spun both ways. You you want generally you want to get into it in a good place. Although yeah. some people would say that that breaks up your momentum. I don't know what 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 side of that do you come down on? Um, if you have a bad result, and there then comes the international break, you fester for two weeks, and you have to accept that there will be negative headlines. If you have the kind of result that Celtic had today, your breathing becomes regular again. And you can just hope that everyone comes back from the international break fit and healthy Because Celtic in the month of October do have other trying fixtures to face uh, Let's bring in Jerry, who's a Celtic fan and get his assessment today Take it away Jerry. Hi Gordon Yeah I think I'm very very happy that the, we won the game basically You know I think we've talked a lot about Ange Ball, you know high press and football tempo it is all about wins at the moment and three points in any time you go up with Tordry and win. I think it's uh, you know something that we should be happy about. I think the more general point about Ange, and I, and I, I support Ange and I want Ange to be successful. The state we're in right now, the mess we're in, that's not on him. I mean, no one can deny that, surely. I think Q wrote an article a few weeks ago, and I get what he was trying to do. He was wanting to get a reaction, but I thought it was beneath the belt when Hugh had the sign of it saying, what does Ange stand for? Absolutely not good enough. Well, what about the board, Hugh? What about Dermot Desmond? What about Peter Lowell? What about Ian Bank here? What I, about, you know, messing about with not bringing any how for months on end? What about not providing Ange with the signings he needs? Well, Is that not where the focus should lie? If you go back over the columns that I have written with regard to the board, I have left no stone unturned. I blame them for everything. Uh, because they took the 10 in a row season, they brought in dreadful players, they allowed the manager to stay in place for too long, uh, they have dithered uh, in the summertime and waited too long on Eddie Howe. I have not left the board with a name. Um, however, when I wrote Ange, absolutely not good enough, they had just lost uh, an important European tie and followed that up by being defeated at Tynecastle. So if Ange wants people to take responsibility, that includes Ange. But 
You're absolutely right For the last 15 to 18 months The Celtic board have Not managed the club well I, t- I just think you're being very unfair on Ange himself you are, I, The man I think wants to actually make players better Now a lot of criticism has come about You know the tactics about you know asking players to do what they can't do. Why can't we actually have a manager or a coach who comes and actually tries to improve players instead of just being you know given unlimited funds? Why can't you know look at Tony Ralston? He has improved Tony Ralston as a player. Now maybe Tony Ralston was always a good player and never got a chance. But I think we can all agree Ange has worked well with Tony Ralston. He's playing better. Young Montgomery today, of course, he's going to make mistakes like at, uh, Lewis Ferguson's goal. He is going to improve the more he plays under Ange. I just think it's really unfair to criticise him specifically, you know, below the belt insults. He needs time. And look, I, I as a Celtic fan do not think no matter who we brought in as manager this year, we were going to win the league. And I know a lot of Celtic fans disagree with it. I don't think we had the, the squad or the time to rebuild after the disaster of last season. But Ange Postecoglou deserves an opportunity and respect from people such as yourself who to be given the chance and yes, time is of the essence But I think he deserves the opportunity To be given this season at the very least Like all managers, when the results are Of a negative nature, you get Criticism uh, By the same token, when he had that Golden three or four weeks Where he was taking six off Dundee And St Mirren uh, I was agreeing that he should be Praised to the hilt But contained Within this season you couldn't have been happy, Paul, to start the day with two wins out of eight games in all competitions, to have lost three away matches on the bounce, to be running the risk of dropping into the bottom six if Aberdeen had won that game today. There has to be accountability at every level, and that includes the manager's office. Final say to you, Jerry. Listen, I, of course the manager has to be accountable, Hugh, but I really, again, I just think that the time he's been given with when he came into the job, the massive rebuilding that's going to be required. If, if for example, we sacked him now, where does that leave us? He's just going to bring in another manager who's going to bring more tactics, more players. We need to give the man time and an opportunity to get this right. It's not going to be easy, but he deserves that opportunity. OK, thank you, Jerry. Some interesting stuff. Could we back and forward? Don't mind a little bit of that. It's always going to be a combination, Gordon. It's always going to be a combination. On the day, Ange Postacoglu is the manager. He trains the players all weeks. He picks them. He sets out the tactics. They lose the game. He deserves criticised. But obviously, Jerry speaks a lot of truths there. Does Ange Postacoglu, in his head, in an ideal world, want to be playing Anthony Ralston at the moment? Or Adam Montgomery? Or having to put your beat on in to shore things up? Or having to bring on a Yeti when Kyogre, um, when someone's race is run? Probably not. And and was he in in time to, to fix it? Can you fix that stuff in one window? Probably not. It's always going to be multiple factors that, that lead you to where you're at. Well, I know where I stand. I, I, I thought Jerry made a lot of very good points here, and I do agree with him. Some Celtic fans may not because they want instant results. I think just with uh, if it had been a manager coming into a, a team that was a settled team and maybe changed one or two bodies about, I would understand the negativity. No, of that there's no problem. But when you come into a club that that done all their business too late for me, weren't prepared right, lost really top quality players, uh, had to replace them, then it becomes a very very difficult job. Um, I totally agree. I would be giving them. The full season I'd be given a couple of transfer windows And then I'd sit down and judge them But I think Hugh makes a great point With the fact of how important the three points today was 
Because if he had have lost him, as much as I would still have defended him, Celtic fans would be looking at the club and thinking, we're in the bottom six after eight games. So he would have come in for the criticism then, Gordon. But I think you've got to have patience here. With Thank him. you, Jerry. The phone lines are open early. 01419511025. We'll hear more from Ange Postacoglu. We'll hear some interesting stuff from Stephen Glass. And we'll get kick off at Ibrooks against Hibs next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are about to get underway at Ibrooks for the second of today's big matches. The first one at Petodre ended in a 2 1 victory for Celtic. Forget whether that's a good result or anything. You got the prediction right, Hugh Keevens. Strange times indeed. And Alex Ray copied you as well, and oh, he got it as shambles. well. You know, it's Super Sunday when I get something right. But uh, I, I repeat, I just had a feeling that Celtic would do it. I think that they did show the character that Ange Postacoglu referred to in his post-match interview. That's a big performance as well as a big result because a lot of mm. players come off the park on Thursday night after the Leverkusen game looking shell-shocked. The reason they I bring it up, like it. and by the way, Rangers had a, an early chance. It was a lovely reverse <laughs> pass from Haji. Scott Wright couldn't get in the end of it. The reason I bring it up, can you go two from two? How's this one going to end at Ibrooks? Uh, I am going for Rangers two Hibs nil. Gordon DL. I'm going to go one better. I think Rangers will win this three nil. Three nil. Confident. Yeah, I'm going Alex to go. Ray. Yeah, I'm going to go three one Rangers. Okay, uh, and the Rangers look like in a, a one minute in snap judgment time uh, that they're trying to start fast. Alex, that was yeah. a, a swift move. It was just too much in the pass. Yeah, I have to say it was a really good inter- interplay with Morelos and Hadji and he's so intelligent and about the box score and he just tries to reverse it just a little bit too much pace Yeah, it was just the way of the ball Yeah, absolutely Our, our right was in there You're right, I think Rangers have started at a high tempo, Alec They're trying to obviously take this game right to Hibs right away The manager's looking for a response and he's talking about that spark that he's looking for um, So it'll be interesting to see how this develops You know the worst thing about Matt Macy being Hibs' number one goalkeeper? No it's taken away the quirk last season when he was always on the bench and every time we would go to our reporter at the ground we would say who's the subs and they would go Macy Gray onto something and you would think that Macy Gray was sitting there with her afro on the bench <laughs> so we've lost that we've lost that little bit of humour from Scottish football because it was always David Gray after Matt Macy and he's now the number one Marciano's moved on big loss to Phil he's done alright I think he's done really well Gordon uh, he had to bide his time um, but he's been very assured to come up with some big saves as well it's one of the reasons why they're still undefeated yeah, Nick Walsh is the man in the middle today incidentally um, as the cliche goes Hugh if we're not talking about him at 5 o'clock he's had a good game yeah um, I think these two sides are in, too intent on playing football good football to get involved in too much nonsense <laughs> I'm going to play that back. Well, you listen, I'm on a roll. <laughs> I, I'm on a one-in-a-row roll. I got the Celtic result right. You did. You did so, indeed. Um, but um, I do anticipate um, Rangers taking the game to Hibs. And, and listen, my only feeling is that if Hibs scored first, it mm. might put a sizable cat amongst the pigeons. But if Rangers score first, I think it'll be downhill from. I mean he's right How could he argue It's always a quiet afternoon When Ryan Portis and Alfredo Morelos absolutely. Are up against each other Alex Ray Yeah absolutely I'm just watching Scotty Allen On the ball It'll be interesting to see How he plays today He's come back into the, the side 
He's just done a lovely, <laughs> lovely little give and go with back heel, and, and that's what he does. You know, he's technically very good, and uh, you've seen some of the balls that he produced. The, the diagonal uh, a couple of weeks ago for Paul to, McGinn, for McGinn yeah. to volley in. I think Hugh gave it his, his goal of the day. It yeah. just shows you how football changes. It was on his Incredible. way out to St. Mirren, uh, as in literally at half past 11 before yeah. the deadline close sitting there waiting, waiting to sign for St Mitten some sort of administrative oversight um, robs him of the chance to, to get now he's a big part of uh, what Hibs are doing he come off the bench against St Mitten was it turned the game for him I thought he was excellent uh, he's, he's kept his place today he's a very um, talented boy very good player um, but I'll just be interested Hugh's right for school always important Hibs look like a team that's going to try and hit Rangers in a counter-attack. They're getting a lot of bodies behind the ball. Oh, uh, There's a coming together there with Joe Newell and Aribo. Uh, I think he's a little bit unlucky. I'd have to see it again. Yeah, the free kick goes it. the way of Rangers. Oh, I must admit, th- th- those are ones, Alex, that... Mm. Right, look, it's insignificant. It's in the middle of the pitch. Let's yeah, not get course. too heated up about it. But it does surprise you how a referee can stand close to that and think yeah. that Joe Newell did anything well, wrong. One thing he did do, Gordon, he clearly toe-poked the ball away and then I think Joe Aribo falls over his leg. But for me, that's not a free kick. Um, Pretty basic stuff, really. Interesting. We were having a, a discussion yesterday in the last few days and talking about the notion that you know Rangers and Celtic should be at a level where if, if they're getting it right and their game plan is right you don't need to worry too much about the opposition remember that discussion however are Hibs now at a level where genuinely if you want to beat them no matter who you are you're going to need to stop Martin Boyle or at least limit him yeah without doubt uh, I think Andrew gave the start 11 goals in his last 14 for club, club and country I lots think of them from the spot but yeah, you let, still have to score them Gordon see this from the spot carry on it mm-hmm. doesn't impact me in the slightest because at the end of the day you've got to have some bottle to take it first and foremost um, and Hibbs with a chance It was a free kick They were awarded Put it into the box um, And it doesn't really come to much Martin Boyle was yeah. then dispossessed and, and Rangers defend that one well Yeah absolutely It was a good little coming together uh, Barisic does well Puts it down to right Good pressing by the right back uh, I think it was McGinn On uh, right Resulting in a throw in Probably about 15-17 yards out From Rangers goal I think if Hibbs have got the old long throw In the locker I don't think so Chris no. Cadden has the ball in his hands I don't remember him from his time at for Park being particularly uh, gifted at launching rockets in does put a good delivery in and that one's not too bad it's along the deck uh, and you have Barisic to say what a lovely ball that was you know you're, you're looking for your strikers to get across the face a gamble yeah there. absolutely as soon as he gets his head down he's going to put it across just run in between the, the both centre halves you've got a tap in there so as I say I think this game is important for one reason well for Rangers and Hibs, obviously, the three points. But the, the Scottish football is, at the moment, uh, the subject of a review asked for by five clubs, the two in Dundee, the two in Edinburgh and Aberdeen, who want to increase commercial revenue by 50% from 25 to 50 million, they say. Now, in order to attract commercial partners, they surely have to invest in a league that they believe is competitive. And I mean beyond just... Rangers and Celtic and uh, you know, Hearts have taken the lead this weekend they've gone top of the table by virtue of their win over Motherwell sorry to mention it for mm. you two <laughs> but uh, Hibs if Hibs want to show that there's a possibility of genuine competition they've got to try and do something today as well yeah I think that's a, a whole other conversation Alex I mean the, yeah. the, it's alright asking Hibs and Hearts to do it but they'll just swap against it Financially, there'll yeah. be 
Every yeah. single Rangers player Jack Ross wishes he had yeah. Probably so that, that tells its own story Yeah listen You're obviously competing Against clubs that have got Kind of Fortunes when it comes to Playing budgets And spending power In the transfer market uh, Although Rangers Haven't spent in the last Couple of years But you can still pay Really good wages For guys to, to come up As, as, as Bosmans uh, however, I think in any given day These teams can produce mm. results They've got match winners They've got guys that can score goals uh, So I think Jack Ross and, and uh, Robbie Nielsen Would think that they can actually do and that And great to see young emerging Scottish talents Like Josh Doig Who goes rampaging down the left Kevin Nisbet kind of gambled Ducked out of the header Hoped that it would fall to him uh, And I think we've got an opening goal at Ibrooks. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com And it's gone to the visitors And I said young Scottish talents He's not quite as young as Josh Doig But Kevin Nisbet is certainly a talent And he has found the back of the net Inside the opening 8 minutes Across I think from Chris Cadden yeah. From the right No real pressure on Kevin Nisbet Or certainly no. not enough pressure If you're Stephen Gerrard And he headers the ball Beyond Alan McGregor And into the corner Yeah far too easy down the left hand side Cadden drops the shoulder Barisic is really poor Allows him to drop it into the box a free header with three Rangers players looking No one of them have actually taken responsibility And actually going But what a fantastic header Back across the goal Give McGregor no chance Always credit first That's the most important thing We try and do it Doesn't mm. always work yep. Well played Hibs Brilliant from Chris Cadden Brilliant from Kevin Nisbet Well they've been positive From the first whistle uh, And Jack Ross out Applauding his team For what they've done it's now made a real game of it. I knew my uh, predictions wouldn't last long. I, I, having got having <laughs> one right, I'm now out of this one after eight minutes. But uh, it's a, a good cross. He shouldn't have been allowed the, the freedom the, the latitude. of Yeah, yeah, he'd been allowed to get the cross in. That's down to Borna Barisic. Uh, but the header is perfection from Kevin Nisbet. And over to Rangers now. I'm not sure Rangers fans will see much uh, to cheer about on this front But just with a Scotland hat on Good time for Kevin Nisbet to score a goal Um, But before we get to all that later in the week Kevin Nisbet is the only out-and-out striker for Hibs today Rangers have two centre-halves playing, obviously And Nathan Patterson was sort of tucked in Begin to explain how he had that space in there Well, it's just a, a lack of communication It's a lack of awareness And to get, as I said, the freedom of Ibrooks. No one takes responsibility in the middle of the goal there. I actually think John Lundstrom is actually in the middle as well. Exactly, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you look at the players round about it, at some point somebody goes, as he's going down that uh, right hand side for Hibbs and they're crossing the ball, he's just peeled off into an area and no one's followed him. It's, br- it's brilliant striker play. It really is. I, I do agree. You can pick the bones of it if you're Rangers and say it's a poor goal to lose. First, the cross. You should. You need Stop to close that down. That's schoolboy stuff. You got to go and uh, close that down. But it's a good ball in. He peels off, and the one thing he does, and every coach will tell you, get back across the goal. Back kicker. across the paces on the cross. Yeah, Dazzler. and uh, McGregor's absolutely no chance. Uh, it's a terrific start for Hibs. I thought that Lundstrom had a, a chance to yeah to clear. I, I was going to ask that to, to to the guys. Does Lundstrom being in there? Does it almost confuse things? That, because he he gets a good jump, and I wonder if everyone else in there thinks that he's going to header it away. Because on a simple level, Kevin is, but your number nine. Yeah. You've got two centre halves. Why is John Lundstrom the man closest to him? You know, I feel like his. Well, for me, then you have to get responsibility because see, as soon as he peels off the back of Conor Golson, who's your first striker, mm-hmm. or, or Baris, uh, Balligan. Then the next guy has to take responsibility because there's only one guy in the box, Gordon. Mm-hmm. It's not as if it's flooded. That's what I said. Even Patterson's tucked in as well. He's yeah. quite close. 
Um, well, yeah, the, so qu- the question is, what's he doing? And he doesn't need to be in there, lonesome. But I'm not blaming him. I, I think collectively, if they start to finish for Rangers, it's a bad goal. Yeah. It's a terrific goal if you're Jack Ross. You're over the moon with that. One, the quality of the ball in, yeah. the movement from your striker, and the and the finish from and, the header. And again, Alex, maybe we are being yeah. hypercritical, but that's we're here till six o'clock. We yeah. analyse things absolutely um, in depth. For all his delivery can be unbelievable at yeah. times. Is that the side of Borna Barisic's game which is not quite yeah. there yet? Yeah, Gordon, without doubt, you know, we, we have praised him to the hilt because when he gets into that final third, as the ball comes into the, the box from a Scott Allen corner. Um, but you're absolutely right. Uh, defensively, there, he has showed him the line. And for Cadden to get away and put in the delivery without even being, you know, a muscle on him uh, is really poor for Borna Barisic. He'll be disappointed with that because there's always one thing. I love this quote. Stop it at source. If you can stop it with the ball coming into your box, you've got a chance. But then you've still got to defend mm. your box better than what they did there. But again, two sides to every story, it's Hugh. A great goal. You're Jack Ross. It's a great goal. It's a textbook header from yep. a young Scottish striker who hopefully can go and do that at Hamden uh, on uh, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I, I said the first goal is so important. If Hibs get it, it puts a, a cat among the pigeons, and it has. Um, Hibs have had a good season so far. Um, and they, they are Rangers opponents in the semi-final of the Premier Sports Cup to come uh, they've clearly arrived at Ibrox full of self-belief uh, and it's for Rangers now to get back at them because mm. as I always say they'll get something to hold on to now Hibs hadn't scored in any of his previous four Hibs games Gordon which by mm-hmm. his standards is not ideal he, he'll fancy himself to score at a more regular Ratio than that So Not a bad time to do it Terrific time um, Especially at Ibrox And especially at Lohan And it, 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 You know Steve Clark Will probably be watching this game And it takes stock I don't think he'll start a game Unless there are injuries But Obviously he can bring Strikers are all about scoring goals It's all about confidence And I've got to say You're right Gordon He's not scored In a few games But The confidence there With the header Was absolutely brilliant because he knows what he's doing He just directs it yeah. back across McGregor And he gives McGregor Who's a top go- goalie Absolutely no chance of that Absolutely I, I, no I chance I think that was partly down Now we spoke about uh, Turnbull's ball earlier on That ball there that Cadden put in Was terrific Because all the pace Pace is on it And all you do is you just, just re- it. Redirect it back to where it came from Because McGregor is coming across his goal So what you're telling us is The Motherwell Academy Is where you learn how to put Good deliveries into the box <laughs> I had to get that one in there That's the theme that's well, It's good to see him uh, uh, Back in amongst through. it You know um, He's he's, uh, he's been down Was it? Did he go to America? He did Went yeah. to Oxford yeah. first And yeah. then Oxford over to Columbus there, yeah. too So listen he's back here Playing his trade And that was a lovely delivery He's a good player Karen He's a good player He gets up and down that the right hand side I remember watching him at Motherwell and he played near the centre of middle of the park yeah but and, more and central I, I, and I thought he was excellent I really did but he seems to play down this the, the flank was it played at, at Oxford and I think maybe at Columbus at out and out right back like number yes. two I'm sure no, um, he was definitely playing at Oxford there right, but clearly um, yeah. got a bit of both um, oh pal Carl Robinson was a gaffer uh, so that's an interesting start to events Ibrox Rangers nil Hibs 1 And Hugh again we talked earlier about Scott Brown and subplots The other subplot for any team going to Celtic Park or Ibrox at the moment Is they don't get to bring any of their own fans And yeah. that one may well sort itself out It may well not We understand the restrictions of red zones We understand having to relocate season ticket holders But you would also understand people who say 
it's just not right. We, we can't have a situation where, if, you know, there are certain grounds where away fans can go and other ones that they can't. I'm sure Jack Ross was mindful of that and yeah. wants to wants to silence this crowd early on, which he'll have done. I am in the just not right camp. Uh, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's contrary to the rules of the SPFL. I can't believe the SPFL are taking so long to sort this matter out. They've had a formal complaint from Motherwell and Hearts. Hearts, I think, will submit uh, another complaint and they will say that when uh, Rangers go to um, Pinecastle, they will not allow Rangers fans in then because they're at Ibrox on the 16th of this month. If there are no Hearts fans there... I think Hearts will make Tynecastle a no-go area for Rangers supporters and they'll be 100% within their rights. I think what's right to point out as well, Alex, I, yeah. I don't pretend to know exactly how you fix this because if there is a red zone and there's still restrictions in place and you need to rehouse season ticket holders, of which Rangers and Celtic have many, so I, I don't know, I don't pretend to know exactly how you fix it. But I think just as football fans, if you're talking about the spirit of the game of or whatever, it, it just doesn't really sit right. No, listen, it's, it's, I don't think it's as clear-cut as, you know, just not letting people in, Gordon. You have to house your own fans. Uh, and because of the red zones, then both Rangers and Celtic have t- chosen to do that. Ideally, in an ideal world, when there's no mm. red zones, you will allow people back in. But I don't know... How you house opposition fans if you are then not allowing your um, you know your season tickets to be in the stadium? Well, in that case, then we'll get to the day where Hart say right, no Rangers or Celtic fans at Tynecastle. Him say right, no Rangers yeah. or Celtic fans at Easter Road. Aberdeen say the same for Pataudry. Except we live in a world where some clubs can't afford to do yeah, that, I, I, and that's, that's the problem. I, 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 I that's Hearts perfectly can. understandable. That's perfectly. Hearts, Hearts possibly can. can they yeah. might say to the fans again, "Well, look, let's." They'll fill Tynecastle with Hearts fans No problem St Mirren, Livingston, St Johnston, Motherwell can't do that I fully understand why they can't do that Because if uh, Celtic or Rangers come to your ground It could be worth £100,000 on the day to you When Celtic went to Livingston a few weeks ago They gave them uh, three stands at Livingston And the Celtic fans took up every seat So I do understand it's worth money to you um, but there's a matter of principle and not finance involved when it comes to Hearts, Hibs and Aberdeen. Yeah, that's one we've not heard the end of, Alex. The reason yeah. I mentioned it today, Jack Ross spoke about it in the build-up. Sure. He says he make, it makes it more daunting. You've got no one there to, to cheer you on. So a good way to handle that is sh- shut the home crowd up inside whatever it was, minutes eight so. minutes. Yeah. yeah, listen, if you score early doors, then obviously... They, they, it can work against you Because you've now got 50,000 Rangers fans Grumbling Well about 40 odd thousand They might not be grumbling yet But, you but take what I'm point. saying is You know the pressure then uh, Gets ramped up uh, But you know uh, Listen I take all, all points on board Ideally you want opposition fans in uh, But Just the timing of it all gone I don't know how you actually Manage to do that uh, Hearts I don't know what Hearts What's Hearts season tickets 14,000 maybe yeah, they'll have that. So what does what does that leave over? So they're looking for six thousand walk-ins over over that course. Then, if they can do that, then mm. so be it. I don't know what's an acceptable time, or you know, or when it becomes a bit a bit knee-jerk, a bit snapshot. But Rangers aren't at it yet, Alex. I think that's no. safe to say. No, no, you have to say the game's a bit scrappy. I don't think anyone's really settled down. However, the the, the fact that uh, Hibs have got that goal, they'll be absolutely delighted. I think so. Play- uh, Hibs are playing with a lot of confidence, Alec. I think that uh, that goal settled them right down. Um, you're looking 19, 20 minutes on the clock. Rangers at home, not had a shot on target. Um, not really offered anything. I think a shot of any. Yeah, they've, they've not. They've not really offered anything at all. They've not. They've not been a threat. Um, so, 
I think the, the Rangers managers who's looking for that spark at the beginning of the game it's not there just now or one day he's biting your head off or Andrew McLean's head off uh, for saying that they need sparked into life and the next day he says it himself so you'll need to make up his mind but however it splits 20 minutes gone uh, and Hibbs giving a very good account of themselves and a goal up I think Hibbs look very comfortable um, usually I was expecting Rangers to come out being the front foot here this afternoon but well, they did start get quite a, bright get, Dazzler but the goal was absolutely get, killed get at Tibbs I just I think Rangers look a bit flat just now um, and Hibs are just grown right into this game and they've got that valuable first goal Don't forget the, the phone lines are open we opened them nice and early it's a weird situation these Sundays you've got one game at 12 and one game at 3 and we're trying to spin a few plates at once but you can call you can call us right now Celtic fans and uh, let us know what you made of the game earlier Rangers fans if you're shouting at the TV just shout at us instead 0141 951 1025 more than happy to take your calls and then of course it'll feel like your traditional open line when the game at Ibrooks finishes as well so pick up that phone or stay in touch all afternoon on Twitter tell you what we had good fun with this James Bond stuff yesterday Brilliant. didn't we Hugh you missed this so yeah. in the week that Bond came out of course we thought we'd have a bit of fun who would be the best Bond in Scottish football who would be the best Bond villain uh-huh. so straight away Alex Ray's in there Bond villain let's get the, the baldy head and everything yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to go along with it <laughs> We had various shouts for Bond, you know, big suave Charlie Mulgrew, perhaps old sophisticated Davy Weir. These are some of the oh, shouts yeah. I can remember. Um, there was lots of puns getting thrown in. We had uh, the names Tube, Specky Tube, stuff like that. It, it was good fun, I must admit. Oh. I, I, uh, I wouldn't go and see it, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. Someone brought this up yesterday. Yeah, no, no, no fancy. No, he told what is it? He don't like. He doesn't like the special effects. He was saying the other day. You see, Sean Connery was James Bond. Sean Connery <laughs> was class, and there were good humour about it, and a great acting performance. This is just <laughs> understudy. So you don't watch Bond? No. Is no. there any element of his life you think that he's not set in his ways? Concrete set in his ways. There nah, must be something. I think, I think when you get to the kind of. Later stages it's He's just, adapted uh, a little bit yeah. I mean he embraced Twitter He, he likes a, bit, a little bit of he that stuff, Twitter but, don't you? But he, yeah. Oh my goodness <laughs> He's set in his ways We'll never change him And we wouldn't want to Have we had the first episode of Morelos v Porteous? Did you catch that one? Yeah Bit yeah, of a well, barge in the back from yes. Alfredo Well what's happened is Porteous laid it back to the fullback Who had just taken the throw in And he's just stepped across his line And Alfredo's let him know That he's not allowing him To do that Unopposed Always an interesting battle Those two Gordon It used to be Scott McKenna And Alfredo Morelos yeah. I feel like uh, Ryan Porteous Has stepped into he McKenna's shoes He stepped up to the plate I think uh, Morelos Enjoys it as well Gordon uh, Porteous and him Have a ding dong um, It'll be interesting To see who comes out On top This afternoon um, Morelos is there To score goals Porteous is there To make sure he doesn't So Let me ask so, you A question The two of you As former managers Does Stephen Gerrard Make too many Wholesale changes Game to game I, I said earlier Hugh That last year After a Thursday in Europe They were making Four or five changes On a Sunday And it, it wasn't affecting them at all Nobody questioned that uh, This year People are starting And even the manager Said well I need a settled side But When he's making changes He's still making It's a, it's a strong squad he's got yeah. It's not like he's bringing in you know, players that haven't played at this level. The only thing about that, though, since Stephen Gerrard himself doesn't like constant comparisons to last season, 
He has spoken about not being able to get a settled team And we understand why what he means by that With injuries and, and Covid and whatever So when you've got the chance When you've got it within your power mm-hmm. Should you not then pay a bit more attention To keeping a consistency? 100% um, It's like the other night there you go with you know you're at home and in Europe. You've got to play your strongest. You've got to play your strongest teams. Yeah, well, the thing about going away to Europe, and then coming back home, you're not exactly sure where people are physically. So again, that's probably why he's adapted. If you go back to last season and he was doing these changes, it, they were getting away with it. As we keep going back to, no matter what managers do, whether they rotate or whether they stay with it, it's the result that dictate people's reactions. Yeah, and again, I mean. Performance levels are, are important it, it sort of varies We've had weeks of Rangers winning But maybe not quite that convincingly And the discussion always plays out the same way Some people say that's what champions do Some people say yeah but we can't always do that And that's why the remaining 65 minutes or so of this game Is going to be so interesting you see, the, the, the default setting has always been Yeah yeah but we're top of the league Well they started the day not top of the league And if and I'm speaking hypothetically, if the the result stays the same, they'll, they'll be third in the league. So I, I just think that they've been unconvincing both domestically and particularly in Europe. There are European results. There was a time when Steven Gerrard was being praised, and rightly so. He had 32 European matches and he'd only uh, failed to win five of them. He's lost five of his last seven now. Yeah. Uh, the evidence of this game already And I know it is early It looks like it may be another case of If they're going to win they'll need to grind out a result Because oh yeah, For this to be considered a, a, a really good performance overall The next The remaining hour is going to need to be special, special. Because the yeah. opening 25 minutes has been non-existent no, it's, we'll, we'll keep using this word The spark There's no spark just now for Rangers I've got to say But I think sometimes you've got to credit Hibs. I think they're well organised, they're closing, they're working hard. Rangers are trying to get into a rhythm now, passing the ball, and try, you know, just giving the ball away. That's that's unforced errors for me, giving the ball away like that. Yeah, a bit of a heavy one on young Josh Doig, I think. He's just nursing yeah, himself back to his feet. Yeah. It was, a, it was a poor pass uh, They were trying to Bypass the midfielder Rangers actually Patterson. For the first time Were building something Alex Yeah and Joe Rebo's uh, Taking him out there um, But you're right Gordon Because he managed to Work the way down Through the middle Looking to get out The other side Misplaced pass And I think he's in the is he, I think it looks as if Someone's in the book here I think Rebo. it could be Rebo For that tackle Well he left a little bit On him yeah, As they say have, yeah. uh, So The referee Nick Walsh Is to say that's Worthy of a yellow card Um so, you know, Hibs continue to go about their business, but uh, Rangers still looking for some inspirational source. Yeah, it's, it's you spoke, Gordon. You spoke about that. You're looking for players. You say it's about Morelos or another player, mm-hmm. and you're looking at this game. You're going right, okay. Who's going to take the game? But it's go for the neck, drag somebody through, and then try and get the rest into gear. We're 26 minutes in. I'm yet to see that. Yeah, the only thing you would say, Gordon, it's. Since then Alan McGregor's not been troubled He's not really come into view And neither has Matt Macy It's been um, I don't really know what it's been It's not exactly been A, a brilliant midfield battle But there's been a lot of play In the middle um, Yeah it's not been It's not been the greatest game In the world That suits Hibs You know Stop start um, You know Rangers haven't threatened Hibs But the most important thing is Hibs have got the goal They've got the something To hold on to It's up to Rangers To take the initiative And get at them 
I think I think the manager will be saying, look, we need to up the game here. We need to move the ball quicker, try and get into a rhythm. So far, they're just not getting into that rhythm. And that's down to Hibs. I think Hibs have looked very well organised. They're up for it. They're at it. But they just need to be careful because you know this game changes very quickly and especially at Ibrox. Borna Barisic went down in the corner, Alex. He got up, he looked at the assistant and he said that he'd been pushed over. I think he's, for me. he's the only one inside Ibrox that truly believed that. No, not for me. He was trying to keep the ball up, Gordon, and forcing for him. Uh, he, he got his control all wrong. I think he's probably getting some stick from the range of supporters at that uh, corner of the ground and he's... Uh, Put on a show for them But the, the referee wasn't convinced And the referee was quite right to ignore him I think the linesman was the one That should have called that If they were going to do it Just do the, the proximity well, of, all, yeah, of course yeah he's, he's got the best view in the pitch Alex it's, it's interesting Barisic I don't know if it's a confidence thing with them You know Bassies A lot of the Rangers fans this season as well uh, Are talking about Bassies a man for a left back position I just I think Barisic is a t- terrific player But he just hasn't found that form. I think Newell Newell does a terrific job for Very him. Good player. Player. He's kind of the unsung hero of it all. Uh working like a Trojan he is. I think I think the thing about Newell is strength uh, Hugh is he keeps the ball. He's oh. very good at keeping the ball. Do you know why you'd like him? Loves his golf. Very keen go- he's, he's a he's a member at one of your favourite haunts. Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. I'll yeah, give him a wee phone. I'm oh. sure you will. <laughs> I'm just looking at a foot race there by Young Doidge and Patterson. He put the afterburners on Deutsch Seen him off It's amazing His career Was at Celtic Park They get Subbed at half time Yeah Jeremy Frimpong Gave him ball. a Oh Really Ran him ragged Look at the young boy now He's He's got to be a Real top top player I mean I'm very selfish Alex I am Happy that Nathan Patterson Started today From a Scotland perspective yeah. O'Donnell played yesterday Patterson played today They both go in Um with a, you know, a bit of game time behind them To their real match on Saturday Interesting selection though Because all summer we kept talking about him How he needs game time He didn't yeah. get much at the start of the season And then all of a sudden it's it's today It would be interesting to see if James Tavernier is considered to be A little bit off it fitness wise Because I can't remember a game of this size Stephen Gerrard choosing to leave him out And put Patterson no, in No, it's, it was a bit of a surprise seeing it and Just because of what he brings to the table As a ball's played through there Offside. I don't think that flag offside. went up. No. Um, and the thing is, I think you wait until. But to me, on the the naked eye, oh, that was. We've got a sending off as well for Ryan Porteous. It's a wow. straight red card for him. We know he's got those ones in his locker. He's dived in. The Rangers fans are delighted, and off he goes. Story it's, of his it's life. High. There's no two ways about it. I've all seen this once, and you can clearly see. It. You, you actually know by his body language that he's not even contesting this. No. There, there's no t- uh, t- to me, there's, there's no talking to us boy He just he, he gets himself involved in things That He should never be involved in And it's always going to hold him back Oh that's, See that See that there the ball, I'm telling he? you right now Do you talk about career ending tackles He's went right mm. over the top of the ball here That's he, an embarrassing I, tackle I, I think he he, just, he misses it He takes a big swipe at it And goes over the top of it It's mm. Whatever way you look at it Gordon That's over the top of the ball oh, yeah, That's what I said I don't, I don't, I'm not disputing the decision I'm not and sure by he way, even do you, know, do you know the actual pace that he's gone You know he yeah, talked about it, it, look, he's, he's actually Yeah that's the that, that's, You endangered. talk about speed out yeah. of control True. Endangering opponent that, well, That's why it's a red card Nick yeah. Walsh has identified it and it's, it's, it, Listen we don't know how this is going to pan out uh, We've seen 10 men 
Colby games mm. There's an hour to go Please really put his team in it there Dash. Yeah I I, I'm not so, uh, Listen I've watched this boy And everybody talks so highly of him And If I hadn't seen the game And I walked down And he says to me A Habs player gets sent off Right away I'd say it was him I don't think he's got any discipline In his game just now I don't know if that's Because he's a young player But Jack Ross Is sitting there And he's looking at a Habs side That haven't lost a game this season He's up against Ranger at Ibrox He's won in 1-0 And in Very comfortable and all of a sudden puts puts his full team under pressure we get down to ten men. I just I don't really get it because he, he he's become a thing. He's he's become a debate, right? And there are people out there who will jump on his every move and are, let's be honest, quite over the top then with their criticism. But then on the other hand, there's a Ryan Portis support club out there yeah. who's always keen to tell all those people that, that they're wrong and like everything in Scottish football, you become very polarised and yeah. you, you lose sight of the middle ground. Truth probably in the middle But take that Why do you need to go diving God, in at that God, pace? Gordon I'm going to Why do you need to do that? See this boy Portis He's got great attributes He's a strong defender He's aggressive And he has If you're looking at modern day He's got a bit of pace Reasonably comfortable on the ball I think Mill will bid a million pounds From uh, one so young And when you look at that as First a chance shot, First chance of Rangers 32 minutes gone it was cut back to Liam Balligan of all people. Wrong man, uh, right foot and he drags it past. But that's Rangers' first sight to goal, yeah, Alex, 32 yeah. minutes in. It was a flat ball by uh, Barisic. It's a good ball back. He just gets it all wrong. It felt like the wrong guy, unfortunately, for Rangers. Uh, but going back to Portis, and I'm going to throw this out here, Gordon. Every time he goes into a tackle, he tries to do it excessively and he tries to lay one on the opposition. I've seen it time after time. We've seen it a couple of years ago when he actually got away with it. As Scott Allen's been booked for descent. Uh, so they need to watch their discipline at the moment uh, on the back of that. I well, Scott Allen's coming off, well, you know. Sub. So you, you, you're taking a sacrificial lamb, and yeah. there you go. That's the most McGregor, yeah, and, and half, and that's um, that's what it does to you. You're Scott yeah. Allen. You're saying great. Cheers, Ryan. I looked, you know, at, I looked at Jack Ross and John Potter, his assistant, and they weren't bothered at all making any contact with Ryan Portis as he went off. They were discussing what they should do. To address the situation of losing Ryan Portis So I don't think that Jack Ross has any quibble with the red card I'll stand corrected if he goes off his head at time up But for me Portis thinks he's a hard man And he's got to prove he's a hard man Particularly in games against Celtic and Rangers And all he's proved today is that he's a reckless liability to his team on occasions Because he's cost them dearly And the the... One of the real creative forces in the Hib side, Scott Allen, has had to be sacrificed because of his stupidity. John clearly does it. It's, it's actually all about the pace, Gordon. It's mm. all about the pace because what that means is, see if you get it slightly wrong, then then you're off. I think people can see he, he actually does that. There's there's ball there, but it's it's just high and it's too quick. If you, if you do that, if you if it's you go in, if you get it a much much slower pace and I appreciate people would say well, how do you do that but you know and, and then you, you get it a bit wrong that's not a red card challenge but if you're going to fly in like that and even get it a tiny bit wrong you're asking but this is what I can't understand Gordon is he doesn't need to make that he doesn't need to put himself in that position there's absolutely no danger to that um, they've got off to a great start they've probably silenced this crowd now they've given Rangers such a lift Going down to 10 men um, as There's a claim for a penalty here he, he, I'm not sure whether Rake gets across the face of McGinn 
That's not a penalty. No. It's never a penalty kick. No. Was he having a corner for that? I can't see how he's given a corner for this, Gordon, if uh, if, if Wright's on that side mm. where the ball is. I think he's took the easy option there. I think Rangers are at the, the stage where 35 minutes in, 11 v 10, uh, but not having any joy in front of goal. At the stage of claiming for anything, that was never a penalty shout, but he's, he's, he's tried his round. Chance his own. Wow. I have to say Alex It's a long way For him to try and ride this out But Rangers could do With putting them under A bit of immediate pressure To let them yeah. know That right, things have changed now You're down to 10 men Absolutely. If, if Hibbs managed to easily Ride this out till half time that'll, that'll frustrate the life Out of Stephen Gerrard Yeah without doubt But it'll also give uh, Hibbs confidence and, and when you have that Numerical advantage Young Patterson has Comfortable possession Maybe about 35 yards And he's trying to Wrap a ball in But it's not even the angle To do it Resulting in again in, in for a goal, uh, out for a goal kick. It'll galvanise the home crowd. Gordon Hibbs have been the better side up until that point. Hundred percent. That's what is so disappointing. If you're a Hibs fan and you're a manager, Jack Ross, he'll be absolutely devastated. He'll be so angry with Portis. It'll be unbelievable. I'll tell you what. I bet he goes in at half time and he has a real go at him. He really. I've got, I've got to be honest with you. I wouldn't see if it was me. I wouldn't even be bothering about Portis at half time. You see, can't. You got a job to see, do. Absolutely. And so see when I look at him, I'm looking. Hugh says there that him and John Potter are actually discussing. You can't impact with Portis. Just allow him no. to get down the table, uh, down the tunnel rather, and then that allows you to bring McGregor on and get organised. Yeah, I'm not saying that, Alec. I'm saying probably he'll go and do his half time team talk. And then I think you'll go and have a quiet, you know, a, a few words. Yeah, we've too. got another one here. We've got a booking Paul for yeah, Paul yeah, McGinn. He takes him out. I think it was a Scott Wright shug. Yeah, he's um, been in the wars already. Is Scott right? I think he disp. Is that booking? I, I have. I try to give. I can't see if you're buffing. Sorry, it's a bit out of control. <laughs> I thought I went there. You see that, yeah. Gordon Deal. I don't think that was a booking for me. I thought it was. I need to see it again whether he kicked the back of his leg. Uh, it was very, very soft for me. Uh, but he get caught up. I think yeah, it was dispossessed, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He get caught up uh, earlier with uh, right because if I think he felt that right took a dive in the box and tried to call the referee. And he was very angry, and the two of them exchanged words. And uh, he's just went in there a little bit late, but a yellow card. Uh, Rangers still haven't threatened the Hibs goal, really. Uh, that one's—it's not. It, doesn't, it certainly doesn't threaten the goal, but it's—it's it's in the right area. The set piece delivered, yeah. headed well over the top. Was it Morelos? Morelos, yes. Oh. For me, this is a good chance. It's a lovely delivery in, round to about maybe eight, ten yards out. He's a free header. And he just can't go over the top. Of it. Good chance, this. Oh, I think I think that's a very good chance. Yeah, I really do. He's got a free header. It's a nice ball in. Good pace on it. I think he's got to be looking to at least make the goalkeeper make a save yeah. or something. Yeah, I absolutely. You, I agree with both of you that half time is not the time to rip mm. into uh, to Ryan Porteous because you've got more important things to concern yourself with. But I think at some point somebody should tell this guy there's a reason why you're not with the international squad under Stevie Clark uh, and there's a reason why you might not go as far in the game as you think you should and it it is because you're reckless what if Jack Ross thinks it wasn't a red card he may well yeah. do listen I, I've got sure. I've got social media in front of us if you think this is Scottish football if you mm. think everyone out there agrees with you lot that that's a red you are sorely mistaken what, what did I tell you this is <laughs> pandemonium central yeah, this, but that's see, where we live pandemonium can, central come back to the Portis thing uh, Gordon see um Talking about having the manager. The manager will most certainly, I'm sure senior players, Hanlon, McGinn, I think they'll call on him at some period over the next few days and go, this is something you have to eradicate for your game. Because people look at his attributes and think, this boy's a good player. But then you look at things, instances like this and you think, 
You want to take a risk on this guy? Again though Like I say they, they genuinely Let's leave your mind open To the possibility They might think he was hard done by Lots of people on Twitter Seem to Yeah Yeah it's a, it's a good The gauge. argument will be Is it he got the ball or something? Oh, oh, loads of that There's people saying It's not even a foul In their minds So we have a wide range Of opinions In this part of the Footballing world And that's the way it should be Yeah Listen, yeah, so, by all yeah. means Everybody's entitled to their opinion Unfortunately they're wrong <laughs> The two Joes have had a wee nibble at each other a few times That was Aribo yes. on Newell that time I wonder again maybe if the card would come out Just because Aribo, uh, Newell was away from him But I think Nick Walsh mm. kept it in his pocket on that occasion I think he's done okay Nick Walsh uh, so far I think he's, as you said you know, You're not looking at anything that's actually caused any Major yeah, significance That's the one big talking point isn't it We'll yeah. never all agree on that one um, and it will be really interesting Stay tuned We're here till 6 o'clock So you can hear From Jack Ross On this show And uh, you can pick up the phone And let us know How you saw it 01419511025 You can even phone us right now If you want The lines are open We open them early uh, On a Sunday But naturally We've got the game on as well So can we not get some of the callers That actually think uh, 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 It wasn't uh, A free kick I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it, wasn't we could. Even, it wasn't even Not a even a foul yep, Yeah I'm sure we foul. could Yeah that'd be interesting I'm sure we could get your calls in You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB they, they think out loud on Twitter But they develop laryngitis When you ask them yes. to say it Not always The, the old not Johnny Bravos of the world Shots uh, not accountable not generalise That's not, not wise <laughs> um, But the ten men of Hibs Are in the right area of the pitch They're up yeah, there They've got another throw in thought. I remember it, it was a, th- a throw in If you like That kind of started The sustained period of pressure Which, which led to the goal Just a couple of phases of play um, But Nick Walsh let's I think Andrew, get a breather. Andrew McLean will tell us at half time But if it finishes uh, The first half finishes 1-0 The Rangers fans will Voice a little bit of displeasure Yeah I'm sure there'll be a bit of discontent Hugh. They'll be going to this today Looking to try and uh, Get back to top of the table For sure So they've got until half time uh, What we got? We've got Five four, minutes. four minutes of regulation Plus whatever Mick Walsh adds on Um Rangers would be looking for the sickening blow for Hibbs of uh, an equalising goal. Yeah, Joe Rebo's just tried to do a little reverse pass into Morelos. Good defending in the end by Hibbs. It'll be interesting to see if they can get to half time, Hibbs. They'll be desperate to get in there, regroup. Um, Rangers manager will be looking for a big response. They're just getting people behind the ball, bodies behind the ball, making it yeah, difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Hadji there lining up to take a long-distance shot. Oh, Jesus. That sums it up. He tries to wrap it over, I think, to Patterson, um, but it, just, it actually hits the feet of John Lundstrom as kind of in the way, Alex. And but see, the thing is, you must have awareness that he's actually opened up to put it to the wider area. Also, um, maybe... He's just run across the line of the ball. Am I old-fashioned here, going back to sort of under-10 stuff, do you shout and... Tell people who you're passing it to. Is yeah. that is well, that still I a thing at the top level? As he as he opens his body up, he's clearly going out to the wider player. A couple of balls have been oh, flashed oh. across now. Again, Rangers are on it up until this point. We've not really seen any of this, yeah. uh, but now that's two in succession that Patterson's put yeah. across and uh, no takers. I think this is what, sorry. I think this is where you get joy. See if you can get the ball down the side in that area. It just comes off McGinn. It goes about a yard wide. Could have went anywhere. Yeah, but, I think that's a great ball in. I really do. I think somebody's got to take a chance of that. But if you look at the Hibs players in there, there's bodies in there prepared to defend. And that's what they'll have to do. Because Rangers will, even if they get 1 0 down, probably with a few strong words from the Rangers manager, they'll start to throw everything at Hibs in the second half. So they've got to really stay strong and defend. It's a bit of a siege now. Um, they've got 
Another two minutes of regulation plus whatever, but it's a it's a siege at the moment. They need really need to get up the other end of the park, Hibs. Yeah, but it's very difficult now. You yeah. gave up that um, the momentum that you had because I thought Hibs settled right into the the game. They got the goal, and then obviously sending offs do change games, but they've still got that goal to hang on to. And while it's one nil, you know you find that little bit extra energy. Um, but if Rangers had the score Especially now Going into half time That would be a real blow for Hibs Yeah absolutely As Lundstrom's coming down The right hand side uh, Yeah Rangers still clearly Haven't offered What their home fans Would have wanted I don't think Matt Macy's Had a meaningful save uh, The couple of balls Flashed across yeah. the face Would be the, the sort of Main threats If you can call them that But similarly uh, Kevin Nisbet's goal Since then Hibs have not really Threatened either And of course now They're down to 10 men um, so it's going to be a fascinating second half That's for sure I think yeah. the, the jersey that Macy's wearing Is uh, blinding the, the, the Rangers attackers When the sun hits that It's fluorescent <laughs> Well, The thing is I think Rangers have to move the ball so much quicker It's a wee bit pedestrian at the moment If you move it quicker side to side That's where you get your joy Because you've overloads down there Yeah we're seeing a lot more of Patterson. Nathan Patterson Since the sending off Yeah he's playing very high now Gordon He knows he can go and gamble up the, the pitch And Give Rangers a width on the right-hand side. Barisic will probably be doing the same on the left. They'll make the pitch very big against the 10 men of Hibs. Um, but they're desperate to get this goal to get them back in it. Yeah, it looks as if Hibs have actually got the throw in, in the left-back area. A bit of respite as we approach half-time. Well, dropped out of it altogether as an attacking force, Hibs. But uh, they are defending tremendously well. An awful lot of good performances there in the absence of Ryan Porteous. Yeah, it could turn into a bit of an onslaught in the second half. We've seen that Rangers up against 10 men is just not an automatic success this season already, Alex. Yeah, I think it was um, uh, Alice Kirk, if my memory serves me right. Uh, obviously, going in, in general, it should be an advantage to you. We just know yeah. that it doesn't always work out that way. But Yeah, you've got to uh, create good opportunities, Gordon. You know, if you look at the, what, the, since the boy gets sent off, you've probably had a couple of balls flashed across the face. It hasn't, I don't even think a Macy's had a save. No, I don't think so. Um, no, I don't think, I can even one cross, I think he collected from memory, but I could be wrong. Three minutes added on at Ibrooks, the majority of that coming from the Ryan Porteous red card. And the, the substitution, yeah. The, the delay for Joe Rebo getting back to his feet, Scott Allen coming on. Another booking. Nick Walsh showing the booking to Kevin Nisbet this time. Yeah, he's, he's just uh, sucked Nisbet in. He looks as if he's uh, caught him late. For me, if you're going to book players for that all the time, yeah. you're going to have a lot of bookings. Interesting that, Gordon, because I don't know, I, I can't remember if that's like, you know an accumulation. I don't recall too many fouls of Kevin Nisbet, but I might be wrong. It's kind of on the halfway line, so it doesn't look like it's for stopping a, a promising attack. He's just judged that to be a, a kind of serious enough tackle to yeah, warrant a. Yeah, then to be fair to Nisbet, he, he held his hands up, Gordon, if to say, yeah, I deserved the yellow card, which I find very strange indeed. You know, I agree with Ali, you can't be handing out yellow cards. For those sort of tackles, Joe Rebo gets to the byline Messi's out at your feet Morelos is tracking the back post And the goalkeeper's at the front post Patterson has to recognise He just has to stand it at the back post The keeper's eliminated He's really frustrated there uh, Rangers starting to get some block. shots in Block McGregor, this time Away for a corner block, yeah. The ball comes out at the edge of the box He's caught it beautifully And you have to say McGregor comes out what, and, and, and manages to get that all-important block 
Is it Hanlon? Hanlon actually? Yeah. Yeah, it's good defending. Hibbs defending for her lives here. Uh, it's going to be a long old second half if the oh. end of the first half is anything to go by for Hibs. Yeah, uh, Porteous has landed them right in it. Uh, but the Hanlon, McGregor, McGinn, they're all defending as if their lives depended on it. Uh, running up quite a disciplinary total. Nisbet, McGinn, Allen, yellow carded, Porteous, red carded. And it's still a siege of Macy's goal, but the ball refusing to go in. Yeah, you have to say it. Rangers are chapping at the door, but they can't get that breakthrough. Well, you know, Hibs in half time. Yeah, you know, you would think the law of averages would dictate that this can't go on forever. Uh, but if they get to half time, that's a start. Yeah, Rangers maybe with one last chance uh, before the end. I think it is going to be half time at Ibrox. So let's go to Andrew McLean and get the eyewitness account. Or maybe not In fact they're forgetting We can't go to Andrew McLean At half time But there we are It's half time anyway uh, And Hibs lead by a goal to nil Ryan Porteous has been Sent off They are down to ten men But they crucially have The lead Hugh Keevans What did you make of that first half? Well uh, It was all going so well As they say uh, Terrific goal From Kevin Nisbet Hibs looking composed And assured And then Ryan Porteous Call it what you like Rush of blood The red mist descended in an area of the park where the, there was no imminent danger, he then costs Hibbs uh, a player. They're, they're numerically disadvantaged. He's sent off. In order to combat the red card, they take off the wonderfully creative um, Scott Allen and put on the so far wonderfully defensive Darren McGregor. Uh, so they've, they've, they've reached the halfway stage in the match. They... Uh, Deservedly went in front They are <coughs> defending like men possessed I'm just wondering whether the law of averages Allows you to def- defend like men possessed For another 45 minutes So at the break then It's the visitors who have the lead Rangers nil Hibs 1 Hibs down to 10 men We'll look back on it in a bit more detail next The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans, Gordon DL, Alex Rear in the studio. It's halftime at Ibrooks and it's been quite the opening 45 minutes. Hibs do lead by a Kevin Nisbet goal to nil, which they scored early on. Wonderful play from Chris Cadden down the right. Great ball in. Kevin Nisbet got himself free and headed the ball back across Alan McGregor to put the visitors in front. And they were good for it. They were the better side for long periods of the first half. But then a big talking point Ryan Porteous, straight red card for a challenge on Joe Aribo. Rangers naturally grew into it with the man advantage But still couldn't really um, threaten too much And at the break it's Hibs who lead Hugh Keevans And deservedly so uh, Because I think if you score a goal as good as theirs And you defend well Then yeah, you deserve to be in the lead at half time uh, But they are numerically disadvantaged It's 11 v 10 uh, They will have to have the defensive performance of the season In the second half But as things stand at the moment, um, you know, Stephen Gerrard, you, again, I, I stick by my point. I think Rangers were mediocre domestically and in Europe and always had the fallback position of, yes, but we're top of the league. Well, now, as things stand, they're fighting to avoid bego- becoming third in the league by the end of play today. So Rangers have it all to do. Uh, they, I'm commending Hibs. For their defensive capabilities But 
At the same time Rangers don't look sharp In that regard either They don't look sharp In front of goal And uh, Morelos had a real chance And did not take it And that's been Pretty much the story Of his season The more the more I'm seeing The, the Hibs goal Gordon I didn't realise That Boyle had run across The first post Which is obviously Take taking Con- Takes Conor Goldston And it looks as if He's just peeled off The back of John Lundstrom uh, As I'm seeing this again Fantastic header No without a doubt a, a, a real good cross Fantastic header I agree I thought Hibs started again very well uh, Rangers looked a bit flat again But they've now obviously uh, That lifeline of Hibs going down to 10 men um, Half time I'm sure the Rangers manager will be Asking a little bit more from his players Move the ball a bit quicker Make the pitch very wide indeed Get the two full backs high up the pitch and start creating chances because we've not really, the Rangers have not really worked to Hibs goalkeeper. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens second half. Jack Ross will just be asking for a, a massive performance from his team just to go out there and defend for their lives. Right, the big talking point is the sending off of Ryan Portis. This one's really split people on social media, as everything does in, in this country. Mm. Um, I think you all were certainly leaning towards red. Maybe uh, maybe I've even um, put that in a bit of a understatement. What do you think? Still sticking uh, to your guns? Uh, I've seen the various angles. Um, I'm not sure. Is my right? You're answer. pulling back, having seen it a few more times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be interested to hear what Jack Ross has to say because he uh, has most to lose by virtue of that decision. Uh, again, I'm looking at it here in real time And uh, it, Nick Walsh is absolutely certain The Rangers players' reaction Goldson goes straight to Porteous and says What, you, what do you expect? Um, but I'm not sure oh. Here's the thing, Gordon Deal, And I, um, I'm not, not, not trying to convince people either way mm. The view from behind Ryan Porteous Doesn't Really show him do anything wrong. wrong yeah. The view from behind Joe Aribo Also doesn't show him really do anything wrong The view that looks the worst And again that people can still make their own mind up on it The view that looks the worst if you like Is from essentially from, from Alan McGregor's goal if you like you know, Looking mm-hmm. down the other way The side view is the one That if you're going to think it's a red That's the one that incriminates Ryan Portis the most Yes? Yeah I do agree with that I can see the arguments on both sides But for me I think what makes up the referee's mind is the pace he's going in it. He's he's flying into that tackle. Um, Walsh has got a good view of it as well, so he decided right away. Gordon red card was out as quick as as possible. Uh, I'll be interesting to see what the Hibs manager says about it. Um, you know, we're watching replay after replay, and there will be people out there that think that was a perfectly good tackle. Um, but I personally think that the referee's called it right. He's excessive and he's endangering Now the fact that he didn't actually catch Joe Rebo properly If he catches him at that pace He has him in two mm-hmm. I think what people are looking at as well He he, he comes away with the ball, Hugh uh-huh. um, The ball kind of Lands underneath him Yeah, he kind of takes it He almost wins the ball with kind of like his trailing leg He's, he's trailing thigh, which is sort of bent It's one-footed, it's not two-footed um, Like we said I, I, th- This is what's in the social media age People are sharing the clip of the tackle from behind Portis or behind the and saying that's not even a foul. And do you know what? See, when I look at it from them, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. And, and and then you see the side one, which shows you a little bit more of the more of the height. Um, and and maybe that's where Nick Walsh gets his um, opinion from. 
I'm looking at Nick Walsh and he he's is on top yeah, he's immediately inclined towards the red card. I'm looking at Connor Goldson who runs uh, a long way to say to Ryan Fortis, what do you expect after a tackle like that? But I'm also looking at the Hibs players, the, the reaction that they gave to the red card. You know, there's two sides to every story. And, you know, this weekend we've had nothing but two sided stories um, with regard to the Dundee United Ross County business, etc., etc., etc. I'd be very interested because I think Jack Ross is a, an absolutely truthful man. And I'd be interested in his take at full time. Okay, well, the second half, it's going to be a big one either way, and it's coming up next.